again to another episode of the Contender of the Fate broadcast. I'm your host Robert Jones, where we believe God to do the impossible and the unthinkable. And also we go against the unbiblical sayings and norms in our society with the Word of God. That's Jude 1 and 3. We truly thank the Lord for you tuning in on this Saturday, August the 5th. July, August the 5th. I'm thinking I said July, then I say August. August the 5th. <laughs> we are moving in this year, 2017. I thank the Lord for you. Let's go into prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We love you, Father. We ask you, Lord, to touch each and every person that's listening on today, Lord, that you will do something different, something spectacular, Lord. That you will open blind eyes, that you will heal broken hearts, that you will heal. Uh, sick bodies Lord Jesus that you would remove things that's not supposed to be Lord that people will be delivered and set free that they would experience the newness of you Lord Jesus and that they would never be the same again Lord touch each and every person right now in the name of Jesus Lord send on finances Lord Jesus where they need uh, them Lord touch the people's minds Lord touch our minds touch our children Lord Jesus and that you would deliver and set free even the children that's on their way to school throughout the nations that are going to school that you would protect them as they go out and catch the bus and that they would be protected going and coming even across the world Lord Jesus that you would touch those kids and that they would be able to be protected Lord to be able to know what it is to get to go uh, to and from home safe Lord Jesus we speak safety in our land in the name of Jesus we thank you Lord we glorify your name right now for what you're doing and what you will do in Jesus name we pray amen we truly thank the Lord Jesus Christ for you on today amen we are excited to be in the land of living. We are excited to be able to speak on what God is doing. Amen. I would encourage your heart. That you would just fall in love with the Lord Jesus. All over again. That you would fall in love with him all over again. That you would read the scriptures all over again. Start from the book of Genesis. And work your way through to find out. Who he is if you don't know. And if you do know go and look at it again you know for those of us that are married our spouse we we've been with them we know them but sometimes when you with someone else sometimes you could take their um, availability for granted and we don't ever want to take our Lord Jesus Christ for granted we want to keep serving and we want to keep being faithful we want to search out the scriptures and see what he's saying regarding it not man even with me after you hear what I'm talking about on today you go out and search the scriptures for yourself amen we thank the Lord for you and as a reminder if you want to reach out to us you can at noflesglory at gmail um, you can reach out we respond quickly if you want prayer, someone to talk to about something you're dealing with, and also on Sunday mornings, 10:30 Eastern Standard Time, we are live for people that can't attend 
a brick and mortar building for people that's at people that are at work I've get testimonies for people say that uh, they couldn't attend their local church or they don't have one but that they have to work or whatever the case may be they just call in and hear what's going on on our Sunday services 1030 Eastern Standard Time and that number is 720-820-1583 amen we're moving on going right into what we're going to talk about today we're going to deal with Paul's thorn in his flesh you know ever since I can remember as far as being saved I gave my life to the Lord in the early 90's and one of the first things that I were that I was doctrinated in keep uh, keyword key doctrine doctrine is a teaching that um, what do you call it? that would support a a organization's way of seeing things uh, support an individual's viewpoint just like uh, what I'm going to be teaching about it's kind of like a doctrine but it's it's not for say because it's not a um, you know it's not I'm not that um, I'm not dogmatic I'm not uh, a legalist uh, dealing with this belief system that I believe that I found to be true I think um, one of the problems in the body of Christ is so many, so many, and you know we have people who may be tuning in right now that are not believers, and some may be believers, and sometimes people don't want to deal with the issue that happened that 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 is um, <clears throat> prevalent in our society. Excuse me. <coughs> And one of the uh, issues I see is that uh, people will uh, doctrinize folks um, and make them believe a certain way. And then when it comes time for you to have to believe differently or you need to see differently or, you know, you need to um, have a, a, another option then many times you will find yourself in trouble because that that has not been given to you and this is the case I believe with Paul Stone scholars believe that he had uh, one of the biggest ones he had a, um, an eye infection uh, he um, he he limped he had a uh, back trouble he just countless things and I'm not trying to um, on today to disapprove or uh, go against uh, what these uh, people are saying but I want to deal with how do we still move on when we discover or find out what this thorn is me personally I don't believe it was uh, a infirmity uh, a sickness because well the word infirmity is not implying Something you, this is something you have to study. Infirmity doesn't always apply to be a sickness. An infirmity could be anything that uh, brings a, um, a a problem to you. Uh, one of the problems is in our Western culture, we tend to look at God, unfortunately, the way we live. And I think that's probably worldwide. But the problem is God is not a... Um, He's he's not uh, our our ethnicity our our customs our the way we 
see things. Now, let me pause. God did come down. Jesus came down. And he did parables and he talked about things that people could understand. But when he came to his, the, 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 his thinking and the way he do things, it, 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 it wasn't um, uh, anything that that the parables would be able to uh, finalize, if you will. I hope I'm I hope you're keeping up with me. So what I'm saying is when we're dealing with Paul's thorn and his flesh, we want to be certain when we say these things that it is a thorn and whatever that means to you. Because when you read you will find out that his thorn was actual uh human being a person. And that's one of the things that some scholars believe too. And also you're going to find out though. He said that because of his multitude of knowledge. So if you're going to take the angle. And say you got a thorn like Paul. Then you really are deep. You're, you're a deep person. And then if you are. And then if you do have a thorn in the flesh. Then you shouldn't seek help. If it's if you believe a thorn is a, a sickness. An ailment. Then you shouldn't seek help. Because that will be going against. What Paul said. He glory in it. So let's just go on and read what the scripture says regarding uh Paul and his uh thorn. Second Corinthians twelve verses seven and nine. I thank the Lord for the people that are here. I thank the Lord for you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. Second Corinthians twelve verses seven through nine. But you know if you read up it, it, you know I hate to go into middle into the middle of scripture for the sake of time. Um, we um, we should, but you know what? Let me go up because I I don't like to do that. Second Corinthians twelve and um, twelve and and uh, verse one, twelve and one. Start off at the first verse. It says, "It is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory." I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. Whether in the body I cannot tell. Or whether out of the body I cannot tell. God knew it. Such a one up to the third heaven. Caught up up into the third heaven. And I knew such a man whether in the body or out of the body I cannot tell. God knew it. How that he was caught up in a paradise and heard unspeakable words which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Fifth verse, of such and one will I glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in my infirmities. For though I would desire to glory, I should not be a fool. For I will say the truth, but now I forbear, lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be. Or that he heard of me. And the seven verses where we wanted to start from in the beginning. And it says, Unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me. Lest I should be exalted above measure. Eight verse. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice. That it might depart from me. Ninth verse. And he said unto me. My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. 
Most gladly, therefore, would I glory, I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in and infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. They went to the 10th verse on that. So, here we read about Paul's thinking what he felt, what he believed, and then we see in my Bible is written in red when Jesus said, My grace is sufficient for thee, my grace of uh, my strength is made perfect in weakness. Now, what was Paul's thorn? The expression thorn in the flesh is used both in the Old and New Testament as an illustration. The thorn in the flesh never indicated sickness. This is one of the biggest problems and fights that happens to a lot of people because they want it to be a sickness. Some people uh, need it to be that because some people are sick or they going through things and they need it to be they need to be and they need it to be that. Some people who believe. Um, uh, that it was a uh, what do you call it? he had trouble walking his back he had back trouble and he, they needed to be that some people believe that um, that it wasn't sickness uh, it, it was um, it was a person like like I believe so all of, of us have a belief system that we want it to be but ultimately for me you know, I, I believe it was not a uh, a sickness. I believe it was something more. I believe it was a person. But even with that, I think my focus on today to deal with would it that not putting it to be sickness, but to deal with outside of that, deal with this. The Bible says that he sought the Lord three times, and I think this is the thing for me. That I hang my belief on. Once you accept what's going on in your life, and you say that God is doing this, this is what I'm going through. This is a test. God is showing me something. He's trying to prove something. He's trying to work something out. All the little religious cliche, cliche things we use. Um, you want to be certain that you sought the Lord. Three, at least, you can, you know, because, and get an answer. Because what's going on in the body of Christ, people are watching you. And as time goes on, the fight, the fight. See, because we have an enemy. He already, the enemy that we fight, he told us already what his MO was. He said, I come to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said that he came that we might have life and more abundantly so now we got something going on that's creeping in the body of Christ where Jesus is telling us who he is we read in the scripture what all he been through what all he did he healed every one of them he delivered he set them free you know you have this guy here Paul before he was Paul he was Saul <clears throat> you know exactly what he did and on the way to persecuting the Christians, the the Lord said that he need to know what all he was have to, what he what all he would would have to suffer. 
but Jesus w went walking the earth healing that's kind of contradictory we as believers uh, people for that instance pride ourselves in what we do and we don't want anyone to change what we do well somebody might say well God is absolute he's fine he, he can do whatever he want to do yes that's true but he still want man to be part of um, some sort of lo logical thinking reasoning you see but this many times will go based off your culture if your culture if you used to being in a subordinate place if you're used to asking for everything then that's how you're going to go to God in your culture if you used to just believing that things are going to get better and you don't have to do all this like everybody else and, and you just used to things coming your way then that's how you're going to go to God if you believe you got to scream holler and, and plead and for things to happen in your life guess what that's how you're going to come to God so I I, I think and I want to use the word think but I believe strongly that this is where the problem comes in we start to think too much into this we we go to God with our own viewpoint as as am I I'm, I'm doing the same thing but with me going to God in my viewpoint I'm also open to see what are the other options preachers will preach a message people will minister um, and we will kind of settle it with the last thing that person said instead of going to search the scriptures out for so let's 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 go on. I don't want to get too caught up in that part of it because you can go on and on and on. So, what was Paul's thorn? The expression we talked about it was thorn in the flesh. This was even used in Numbers 33 and 55, the expression thorns in your side. It was it was illustrated concerning the inhabitants of Canaan. Uh, Joshua 23 and 13. The expression referred to the heathen nations of Canaan, the Canaanites. The Bible clearly states exactly what these thorns in the flesh were. Both times the thorns were personalities. Now, if you wanted to be a... See, this is what I'm saying. Because I know some people needed to be what they needed to be. <laughs> so they can be who they need to be if that makes sense so what I'm simply saying is you you have a group of people that 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 and this group is big that they need suffering to be a part of the Christian way all the time now the Bible tell us about you're gonna go through things for Christ and that's not what I'm saying but even with those things you want to ensure that it is that's what's going on you want to ensure that it is him because the Bible tell us that the devil will come as a what angel of light see we missed that so you can't just sit back and say without getting confirmation see the thing about confirmation is we we like to use that word but what about getting confirmation about what you're dealing with right now in your life in your body for instance uh, in, in your marriage or in your whatever whether you having an issue that you've given it over and you say God is the one who did it. God is doing it. I have a problem with that. Because if this creator of ours, Jesus, 
if he created us, which he did, and he's wise and he's holy and he's stating what his desires are and were and is to us. How is he uh, putting these different lights? You see, I honestly believe people that when you're dealing with the thorns and the flesh and the things that we give over to God that we say God has done and, and this is as, I, as I'm saying this I'm hearing this in my spirit many times these foundations has, have, have come from people who have sinned we have a sinned doctrine, doctrine that has crept in the church that if you for instance if you've done something wrong okay and you've sinned because you know we all sin as far as consciously uh, unconscious known or unknown you know there's a conscious sin you know you what you know what you're doing is wrong and then just because you're human and flesh you're gonna sin okay but what I'm dealing with and talking about is a person who have done something that they shouldn't have done they know outright flat out that it was wrong they know already it was wrong but they come to repent and they say lord i'm sorry you know i'm not mean to do it and then after they come in then something happens as a result of them coming in and doing wrong most people will accept the wrong that's coming in or the things that's going on and they will accept it and they will say they will say God trying to show me something they will say the Lord doing this because he know what I did and he punishing me and why? why why is that because that's how we was taught and I believe that I believe that and my younger years walking with the Lord I, I knew there's some things I went in and, and shouldn't have did and so when that happened I was looking for it because to me that was the um the, the, the penalty was that. that that's what I looked for and I don't believe I was wrong for looking for it because the Bible said the wages of sin is dead I, 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 I know about what doing sin does okay but what happens as you mature in the Lord and you're still sinning because you're, but you're not a conscious active you know sin thing you're not consciously active in this thing what happens in the case what happens in that case so now you have a situation you have a situation so what do we do what do we do when we've done what was right and what is right according to the Bible and now someone come to tell you that oh hey this is what you're dealing with now is a thorn that brings a uh in my opinion a injustice in 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 the situation once again i'm not taking away from what the bible is saying regarding what we will deal with and go through let me keep moving on because i want to get some more stuff in here so paul states exactly what his thorn was he said it was a messenger of satan or translated by others the angel of the devil a Satan angel so now you've been 
serving the Lord, you've been faithful, and you come under this doctrine or this teaching, this belief system that I honestly believe was stemmed or was started, not necessarily what Paul is saying, but out of the mind of a person who have uh, done some wrong. Because once again, you have people are ministering this word. We living in a society where people are not what they appear to be. There are many angels of light, <laughs> if you will. So if, pay attention, I'm a preacher and I'm married, been married going on 17 years. And God forbid, I go and commit fornication. I mean, commit adultery on my wife. And she find out. And I never tell anybody else but her. But then I still try and I'm still going on preaching. Still ministering. Well now my angle of ministering will be more of a, 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 um, a, 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 a um, communication about what God will do. Why? Because that's, that's the nature of man. If you do something wrong... Most people look for something wrong in return. So if I didn't, so if I've uh, committed adultery, now my now my ministering, my message will start to deal with, um, you know, you got to be so careful dealing with God because God, you know, He'll get you for what you do wrong, and 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 God will show you, God will bring you down so He could bring you up. Why, why, why am I ministering this? Because I'm really ministering out of a brokenness i'm ministering out of a uh sin uh life style if you will if you're living holy before god then if you truly are living holy before god you're not ministering in a vindictive place you're not ministering in a place of you know what you know what um I don't know this God. You know, he might just do this thing. He might bring this test to you to, to prove who you are. And I get all that. That's why you have to ensure how you you have to really search this down how you see God. Because if and then God knows if I'm a popular preacher. If I'm a popular person, I'm ministering this and I'm a popular preacher. Now people accept and and now it's spread it's spread throughout the it's spread throughout the uh the um the the um and the, the gospel is spread throughout Christendom. People picking it up. They 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 hearing it. They they saying, "Did you hear what Pastor said? Did you hear how Pastor preached? Did you hear how Bishop did this?" You know why? Because now because they're popular. So, and as I'm ministering this, even now I'm thinking about even what Paul said. He literally came from what he know he did. You see, it changes how you see. I'm not putting um, Paul down but what I am saying is Paul came from a place of killing Christians he came from a place of cr killing Christians the Lord said out of his own mouth uh, however he said what he said that he was going to have to suffer for the sake of what he, what, you know for the name so could it have been because he know what he had done that his level of 
receiving, his level of fight, his level of whatever, um, could have been a little bit. Um, I ain't gonna say tainted, but uh, bothered. He could he be, could he could he could he have been bothered? You know, I need. We gotta look at this thing in a bigger picture because then we start to. We're not going against Paul. It's not not bashing Paul. I'm just telling you, we have to look past. We have to look in a bigger picture. We have to go uh, dealing with the psychological aspect of this thing. So now Paul is saying that you know, because he started this thing out. If if you read about how powerful and how great he was and the things of God and who he was and and he heard this and he heard he saw that, then he said, okay, well, but this is what I got now. So that maybe was you know some of the reason why he said what he said. But at the end, but then let me just before, because I, I got so many thoughts going on here. Before you accept the throne as something for you. Number one, ensure that you sought the Lord at least three times. <laughs> Number two, he said that he was so anointed and so he had this knowledge above knowledge. Okay? Those are the two basic things that I would kind of focus on before you accept. You see, before you accept that what you're dealing with is a thorn. And then, I just forgot about this. And the third one. And the enemy trying to take this thought. I, I literally see him trying to steal this one. The third one is that don't mean that you have a thorn. That don't mean what you're dealing with is a thorn. So the first one is dealing with seeking the Lord at least three times about your situation you're going through. The second one we dealt with was, and I forgot it. See, this is. How this is what happens when you're dealing with these things because the enemy don't want you to deal with this. This truth. The second one, well, the, well, the third one, we we go get the second one again. The Lord gonna bring it back to me. The third one is dealing with making sure. Um, I mean, the the, the third one is dealing with how, um, you don't have to what, what what Paul dealt with, don't necessarily have to be what you are uh, are dealing with. You want to ensure that, you know, um, what you're dealing with is really what, you know, just throwing. Take Job, for instance. People want to be Job. Did God tell you you was Job? Did God say you your situation is going to be Job? And, and the reason why I'm saying this is because if you settle in to believe that the thorn is of God and the thorn is what God gave you, then you'll fight will will not be as great i believe because you won't bring this up again Th this is not a thing that you would uh bring up but think about the people in the bible suffered sick for 18 years and these many years and they dealt with all of what they dealt with but every single time i've read but on one instance dealing with faith but every single time i read they was healed they was delivered so the healing part what jesus did the only time you know, there were some issues when the Pharisees and Sadducees came along to to uh, deal with, um, you know, uh, Jesus. So, those are the things you want to definitely uh, uh, um, deal with. You want to deal with those things. You want to you want to you want to figure out if this is if this is I've, have I sought the Lord with this? Oh, and the Lord brought it back to me. And the second one is, you do you have the knowledge Paul had? Uh, are, are you that? Are you that deep in intellect? 
And the third one is you. This may not be for you. So stop creating things in the Bible and making it to be yours because you didn't want to go and talk to your creator, our daddy. Why can't I talk to daddy? See, a bunch of times we can't talk to daddy because if we had daddy issues. Why well, am I going to talk to daddy? Daddy always scream. Daddy always holler. Daddy going to kill me. So why would you talk to daddy? Why can't you talk to your father? Why can't you say, father, you know, this is what I'm dealing with. I, 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 I don't... I don't think it's you. Could could you show me insight? Could you give me insight? Look at Jesus. Jesus was no. Jesus knew his call was to go and die on the cross. But the Bible said he sought the Lord, and the Lord told him, gave him an answer, and he went on. So don't accept with these things that's going on in your life as God. Start it off immediately in fighting mode. Somebody coming to you, you, you sleep at night, and far as you know, all your kids in bed or, or whoever you sleep with, everybody is 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 where they should be. But you hear the door, you hear the doorknob shaking. You're not gonna say, uh, unless you expect somebody. You're not gonna say, you know what? That's my kids. Oh, you know that's my brother. That's my sister coming in. Oh, you know, no, you're gonna immediately get in in, in the defensive stand to defend. By calling nine one one or whatever you use, but do, but you're gonna see, you're gonna investigate this attack. You're gonna investigate what's going on to ensure that you know it is what it is. You, you, and then of, of course when you go down, to find out, or you open the door, or you say who's there or whatever, you find out it was the winner. You find out it was uh, um, you know uh, one of your kids. For, for God knows whatever reason got locked out or whatever but until you find out you're going to go into into a defensive stand when things start to come against you you need to be in a defensive stand first and if the Lord don't give you because see let me get this this is something we have to really really be watchful because this is coming in the body of Christ and a lot of people are gonna lose by not um, uh, paying. Be by a lot of people are gonna be uh, uh, gonna get in trouble in these last and evil days by not paying attention to the times we're living in. And you, you know, it's 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 it's, it's best as believers and people of God that you be watchful and prayerful and if you're not a, a believer get saved because we live in times where these things are happening and Acts 1 and 8 and it says Jesus saying but you should receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you should be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the other most parts of the world. Night verse says, And when he was spoke and he had spoken these things while they beheld, he was taken up in a cloud and received them out of sight. But they let the tenth verse says, And while they was yet looking toward heaven, two men which stood by them in white apparel, said, Ye men of Galilee, why are you standing here gazing in heaven? The same Jesus who was taken up, he's coming back the same manner. So in other words, get busy. So in other words, he's saying get busy. 
get busy. If the thing you're dealing with, does it stop you from serving God? That's another question you ask yourself. Does it stop you from serving God? This thorn that you believe that, that, that you have, does it stop you from serving God? Because see, God won't give you anything that's going to stop you from serving Him. That'll be counterproductive. See, that's, that's the reason why you have to really be prayerful about this thing. So now you got a sickness going on in your body and you believe it's God's will that He's doing something. But do, do, are you still serving God? I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about religiously. I'm not talking about religiously. Because, see, we get religious and we, you know, we get religious and we be like, oh, well, God be the glory, your will be done. Yeah, okay. But I'm talking about sincerely. See? Or something going on with your kids or your husband or your wife. Or, or, uh, not religiously. See, because religion has creeped things. Religious, uh, religiousness uh, smiles. It smiles and it uh, pretends that everything's all right, and it's not. So the first part of it was because we, the first part of it was thought Paul's thorn. It was illustrated in different scriptures in the Bible. The second one, it was dealing with. It was a messenger of Satan, and some people believe, like we talked about all the different beliefs, but on my on mine, I'm I'm I I, I believe that it was an actual person but my three things and places I stand firm on is consult the Lord at least three times if you want to go this angle with the with with uh that is a thorn so seek the Lord three times number two then you have to ask yourself the question do I have the, the wisdom knowledge and understanding or, or some people are you are you that anointed see if you see because you're anointing you talking about Saul. You talking about Paul who did all these great things. Are you doing these things? Well, I'm doing in the future. No, the Bible don't talk about when he did it. When he was saying this, he had done a whole bunch of stuff. So why would the Lord do this to you and hinder you and you still growing? You just starting out. You, 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 you just starting out. You haven't even been ministering long. You only been ministering 10 years. 15, 20. You only been ministering 20 years. But you believe this is devil is a lie. You believe this is God, which you're dealing with, which you're battling. I come against it in the name of Jesus. People of God, you got to know that this stuff is real. The enemy job is to come to steal, kill, and destroy. You know he don't he don't get to change his mo. The devil don't get to change it as he pleases. He don't get to change things. He don't get to do that. So we know that this was done to Paul and I'm taking an angle I'm seeking God see and look at this after Paul's conversion God sent Ananias to Paul with the information I will show him great things he must suffer for the namesake that's Acts 9 and 6 and what were some of the things Paul had to suffer the Jews determined to kill Paul right after his conversion Acts 9 and 23 he was hindered and joining the Christians, Acts uh, 9, 26 and 29. I'm not going to keep reading these scriptures, but listen. He was opposed by Satan. He was opposed by the Jews and the mob. He was expelled out of Antioch. Uh, he, he was mobbed and expelled from, uh, from another place. He, he, he fled to uh, Lystra in, De in Derby, where he was stoned and left for dead. That's in Acts 14 and 6 and 19. He was uh, disputing, continuing with false brethren. He was beaten and jailed. and He was mobbed and expelled. He was mobbed and expelled in Berea. He was mobbed at Corinth. He was mobbed at Ephesus. 
But then you believe that it's a thorn. It's a it's a it's an ailment. It's a sickness. It's a what you needed to be. Well, we already see he was going through these things anyway. You see, we really have to watch our culture. Our culture will give us to believe and see what we used to. Have. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. And our culture is a little different. When we go to the grocery store to purchase groceries, we say we we say we making groceries. We are making groceries. And you can't tell some people from New Orleans that that's the wrong way to say it. That's not the way we always spoke. We picked that up. There was a commercial back in the 70s of this grocery store named Schweigman's. And one of the things they used to say was a commercial. And the, and the commercial, these, these people were from Germany. And one of the commercials, the commercial they were saying, we are making groceries, Schweigman style. But you can't tell people that, that, that from New Orleans, Louisiana, that's a wrong uh, uh that's the wrong way to say it. that's the, that vernacular isn't isn't correct another one is we we drink sodas coca-colas and different drinks but at home we call it in new orleans we call it a cold drink a cold drink well the problem with being a cold drink is is water a cold drink no that's water we call that cold ice water well is punch a cold drink no that's punch you see and another one is if we drinking something or we go and get uh like in other words you say well what, what, what flavor you want oh give me purple we don't say grape now some people do because you know you got this you know new group coming loose but some people say you want a strawberry no give me uh oh no, what color oh, give me red Instead of strawberry. You see. Why? Because this is our culture. So when you're reading in the scripture. And you want to go and claim something. Know that it's culturized. Know that. You won't be able to see past. What he may be saying. Because of your culture. That has a lot to do with how you serve God. You see. That's why some people want God to be white. That's why some people go, want God to be black. Most people want God to be the culture that they come from. That's why they want many gods. Because they need him to accommodate all. Some religions have millions of gods. Imagine that. Millions of gods. But people of God. What I will tell you on today. Because I'm running out of time. Is before you receive. And accept what you're dealing with as it's from God you need to seek the Lord to ensure what's wrong with seeking the Lord to ensure as a child asking his father her father daddy what I'm dealing with is this from you daddy daddy is this from you when the last time you killed your kids? I say I tell people all the time. When the last time you killed your kids? When the last time you did something to your kids and and sent them through things that you shouldn't have sent them through? 
We don't do that. So ensure that it's God. Now what happens when you find out that I believe I'm hearing God, this is God. Well then you got to go and ask yourself, well what did I do? Is this something that I did? Then that's the next thing. You have to seek that. Because you want to know exactly what's going on. Because see, the Bible said we overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimonies. So this could be a testimony. If you want it to be a testimony, you know it is. Then, then, then you need to you, correct this. So the Lord sent me through this. Or I, I went through this because this is what I did and this is what happened. Because see, people like to say, oh, they was perfect. They did nothing. They all they know. Next thing you know, they was this or they was that. No, that don't work that way. We need to fix that. We got to fix that because that's messing people up. You messing people up when you telling these people these lies because that's what you was taught. That's what you believe because your faith has your faith is shaking. Another thing, when your faith shaking, you 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 tend to see things that way. But seek God, people of God, seek Him. Seek Him. Seek His face. I thank the Lord for you on today. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. Look upon each and every person on today. Have them to seek your face before they receive and accept what someone have told them to be you. What sermon that was preached to them that it could be you. Misreading the Bible could be you. Have your people to seek your face, Lord. Seek your face, Lord. Seek, seek your understanding regarding the situations that's going on. Touch each and every person. Heal bodies. Deliver and set free. We thank you, Lord, for each and every person in Jesus' name. Amen. Remember that you can call in on tomorrow, 10.30 a.m., Eastern Standard Time at 720-820-1583. And once again, you're listening to the Contender of Faith broadcast. And I'm your host, Robert Jones.